that's what it's all about is making a connection with another person and feeling good about yourself and representing uh, something that you're passionate about. So. But to go and to be able to transform into this different person that's not, uh, you know, necessarily a mom of three kids mm -hmm. cleaning up spills and getting, it, it's just, it, it's escaping. Right. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Cosplaying Cocktails. I am Jessie. Hey guys, this is Paige. Uh, so we decided for our second episode we should mention what we are drinking since cocktails is the second part. We mostly talked about cosplay. We're mostly going to be talking about cosplay. But uh, I am currently drinking a bourbon. Uh, now it's neat. It was on the rocks. The ice is now melted. Are you not going to say what bourbon it is? No, we're, they're not a sponsor. Well, if, they, if they want to give us money, then I'll mention their name. It's a wheat-based bourbon out of Loretto, <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> Um, so I am not as classy. No, clearly uh, when you hear what it is, there's a little bit of background here. Uh, my mom works for a finance, oh, financial institution. I'm not, that's, that's for another episode. Um, a financial institution and, and they foreclosed on a liquor store and she got to buy a bunch of alcohol at really cheap prices. <laughs> and so you'd be drinking that anyway, though. Don't front like I've never bought this. <laughs> She got a case of uh, a Natterdays, uh, not sponsored. This is not an ad. You can pay us if you want to. Natural light. Uh, natty. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm drinking a Natterdays. It's okay. I don't really like beer. It's not beer. It's malt beverage. So now that we've discussed what we're drinking, we're going to talk about what the actual topic for this episode is, which is how we choose our cosplays. So how we decide for each convention what uh, characters we're going to cosplay and any twists that we're going to put on those characters. So uh, a lot of thought actually does go into it. Well, and a lot of discussion because we have gone from... Uh, predominantly just kind of doing our own thing. And I, I would say in the first year or two that I cosplayed to uh, finding that we really enjoy doing group cosplays more. This is something we'll discuss probably, or I will discuss more in the episode, but the way that we decide on, or at least the way I decide on what characters I want to cosplay or what cosplays I want to do has changed a lot. The first year that I cosplayed, uh, it, like I said, a huge thing was budget, mm -hmm. um, because I had a very low pay paying job. Like I said, I was an adjunct, uh, technically below the poverty line. So, um, now that's not as much of an issue. And also, like I said, I've been cosplaying almost 10 years. So, uh, the beginning, you know, there are certain characters that you really identify with, you really love, that you want to cosplay them. But now that I've cosplayed most of those characters, that opens me up to characters that I really, really like or characters I have good ideas for but may not be, like, my favorite character. That or maybe you favorite. just like the aesthetics of. Right. Or, uh, yeah, for sure. And things that maybe you weren't um, craft-wise able to do right. in the past. Right, right. Or, like you said, or budget-wise, or Absolutely. whatever reason-wise, we're able. Or not, just not as comfortable, you know, 
cosplay wise, not knowing how people will react to it, not feeling comfortable wearing something that's more over the top or more bulky. For sure. And I feel like we're a lot more like we don't care anymore. (laughs) So that's what we're going to be discussing this episode, the process that we go through. We went through then our early cosplays and Mm -hmm. the process that we go through now when we're choosing what characters and what specific twists we might want to put on that character's costume right so do you want to start off by talking about uh, like early days like kind of what your uh, immediate thoughts were on like picking a cosplay what what kind of uh kicked off your your decision process right. there so my first two cosplays as i said in our first episode my very first cosplay was death from high cost of living the sandman uh, comic book series and my other cosplay i did at that convention was a female version of the 10th Doctor, the David Tennant Doctor from Doctor Who. So the thoughts I had when picking those were ones that I wouldn't have. They're, they both wear really, quote-unquote, normal clothes, mm-hmm. so not Easier a lot of accessible. accessories. Right. Yep. Um, uh, you know, David Tennant, the Doctor that I did, he wears like a blue suit and a red tie. Mm-hmm. So I wore like a blue skirt suit. Right. Uh, so... Really things that were pretty easily accessible buying. I didn't have Absolutely. to make a whole lot. So that was something. Budget, things that I could buy for pretty cheap. I think mm-hmm. my 10th Doctor cosplay, I got most of it at a thrift store. Like right. a thrift store. Well, we do a lot of thrift shopping. Right, uh, still. You more, like, and you'll pick things up for me because where you live, you have a couple right. bigger I live in a stores. Now I live in a little bit bigger area where I have access to more craft stores, right. more thrift stores. So it is easier to get my hands on some more affordable stuff. And even using things like repurposing things, you know, my bolo tie this past year for Elizabeth from Bioshock was actually at the straps from a bikini top right. that I got at for a dollar at mm-hmm. the thrift store. So um, that was a huge consideration was what can I get for cheap mm-hmm. that still looks like the character? Uh, I didn't want to wear wigs, as we talked about. We've had I Same. especially Same. have had a major wig change. Wig. Same. Uh, so I didn't want to wear any wigs, so I tried to pick characters that had darker hair right. like mine uh, naturally is. Uh, tried to pick characters that at least not that David Tennant looks anything like me, but uh, Death, you know, pale skin. I'm very, very pale. Mm-hmm. Dark hair. I have very, very dark hair. Um, so characters that I felt like at least had a similar aesthetic to me. Mm -hmm. So those were all things that, um, were considerations early on. And then of course, characters that I really, really loved and identified with. Something that we always discuss is characters that, um, aren't, you know, you won't see maybe 500 million of, which... Neither it, of us are ever going to cosplay a Deadpool. Right. Not that there's anything, <laughs> no, we, there's anything wrong yeah. with that. Like, because, honestly, uh, I was with some friends last night that don't know a lot about, about, a lot about the cosplay community, and uh, I was trying to kind of explain, like, the variety of things you see, mm-hmm. and I said, you'll see a million Deadpools, but they literally are all different. Like, right. the different varieties, the colors of the suits. Like, you know, you'll see a Marriott carpet uh, Deadpool at Dragon right, You'll a, see mm-hmm. um, smoker, smoking um, jacket. Oh, gosh, dang it. What's it Hugh called? Hugh Hefner? Smoking jacket? Smoking jacket, Deadpool. Like, 
you just see so many. You'll see like a beach Deadpool, right. like so many different kinds. Um, well, and uh, even if there are, a, like, especially at a huge convention like Dragon you're Con, you're going to have doubles. Eighty five thousand people. You know, if there are a thousand Deadpool's, you mm-hmm. may only see five right. of them. So, but we, you know, try, at least I, and not necessarily as much anymore, but the first few ones I was like, okay, well, I want to do a character that maybe doesn't get as much love. Because it's also a way of showing appreciation as something that may not get as much love in the mainstream. You know, like, there's no movies as of now for the Sandman comics. So they're not as well known as, like, you know, everyone knows the Marvel movies. Uh, a lot of people know Doctor Who now. And like when you did, even when you did Doctor Who, I think it was fairly popular, Ooh. especially within a con community. Right, right. But you did a female version. Right. Which I've also, I did, uh, you know, Matt Smith, I did 11th Doctor, um, but a, like a skirt version. Um, and, you know, I've seen them before, but that day I didn't run into another one. like right. Like dressed the same as I did. So, you know, they're always going to be a little different. Um I think with me, <laughs> I'm very similar in my earlier cosplays. Um, like I mentioned, my very first one was Amelia, Amelia Pond. And I think my second one would have been uh, Clara Oswald from Doctor Who, um, the 11th Doctor's next companion. And it was another like everyday cosplay. Uh, but... In my beginning days, I, I agree. I went with easy, easy accessible. Even even if I had to order it, you know, it wasn't necessarily something I already owned. Um, I ordered almost everything from Amazon. Um, <laughs> Jesse had to literally help me sew two skirts together I one night. About that. We'll get into that in another That's episode. That's going to be in the <laughs> last minute uh-huh. fails and stress episode. But with both both of those cosplays. Um, I loved Amy Pond's character more than I liked Clara's. Uh, loved that, still love that fandom. Uh, was really into it at that time. But I chose both of those characters because of my hair color at the time and my hair mm. length. When I did Amy Pond, my hair was long and red. I'm a hairdresser, and unlike Jesse, my hair changes a lot, which I think is why I have finally given into wigs because I have planned cosplays. And then chopped all my hair off and gotten an undercut. And <laughs> like, and so it's just become like, I can't constantly plan around my hair anymore. Also, it's easier. Right. That's but, another thing. I was, now that we do a lot more elaborate cosplays, things that aren't maybe necessarily everyday clothes, mm-hmm. it saves time oh, a lot when you have like maybe super elaborate makeup or prosthetics. Uh-huh. Or you got uh, to pay accessories, or you know, and a lot of a costume, right? Like Like something that has a bunch of snaps Mm -hmm. or corsets. We wear Mm -hmm. a lot of corsets corsets. that have to be laced up and tied, and you have to then tighten it and then retie it. I I think I've literally gone from uh, not wearing a wig to wearing a wig like one day to all days but one, and then last year I wore wig every day. You know, like but in the beginning. Like I said, with Amy Pond, I had longer red hair. And I was like, perfect, that's great. And then when I did Clara, I had shorter brown hair. And it matched her hair. And I was like, perfect, that's what I'm going with. So I, I agree. It's all In the beginning, it was more about matching me. But now that I'm more comfortable with it, it's about, um, about 
going after what I really want to do actually and not letting the boundaries of what I look like now stop me which Mm -hmm. I think is the really freeing part of cosplaying right and like you said the first ones a lot of them were like care like my number one fandoms like the things I was super super passionate Mm -hmm. about where the past couple of years like we've done a lot of Avengers cosplays Mm -hmm. past years which isn't like Avengers is not my number one right like I'm a huge I'm a huge Sebastian Stan slash Winter Soldier slash Bucky like he's my dude and (laughs) um and I I've wanted since probably my first Dragon Con to do a Winter Soldier cosplay um but it, it, it's, it, it's a lot. There's a lot to it. And I finally got to do it this past year. And when I was like, all right, I'm doing it. Once again, I did do it. It is a lot. It was a hard cosplay to wear. But when I decided I was doing it, Jesse was like, well, then I might do Captain America. Mm-hmm. And that is sometimes how a lot of our cosplays are planned. Because one of us wants to do something, and we found that it's just a lot more fun to do them together. Right. Well, and, like, Captain America is not, like, my number one favorite. I'm not the world's biggest Captain America fan. Yeah. Did you just hear the second Natterdays open? (laughs) (laughs) That's for those, uh, what's that called? ASMR? ASMR. There you go. You're welcome. Did you you just hear the second Natterdays open? (laughs) Um... So, I, I like I like Captain America. I like Christmas. <laughs> um, but it's not my number one. But I had already you done, love that cosplay right, too. Right, I love that cosplay. I'd already done most by that. That was just last year that we did Bucky and Captain America. And so. not that we are so limited in what we like, but sometimes it's really hard, even even in a creative situation like this, to think of like things that we'd want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that's good. Oh, and it gets us out of our boxes. Right. So that's another thing that's good to mention. When I first started cosplaying, I was a little bit worried. People, and this is part of the culture. I think it's more online than in an actual convention community or a real life fandom community. But people worry that like, oh, well, I'm not the number one fam- fan of this specific fandom. Or I'm not as knowledgeable about this specific fandom. So maybe I shouldn't cosplay as it. Nobody is going to. Again I won't guarantee it. Because I don't know every person at every convention. But nobody's ever come up to me. And given me a quiz over the character. Oh you're. That I'm doing oh, right. Yeah you, you want to cosplay as Harry Potter. You have to read all the books first. You, I have said that to Paige before. <laughs> I do think she should be But you know if you're familiar with the character. Like so for example. When we did... Buck- I also think you've gotten looser on that stance. Right. Well, and like Buck, like when we did Bucky and Captain America, I've seen all of the Captain America movies. I've seen all the Avengers movies. But I haven't read a ton of the Captain America comics. Right. And neither have you. No. So, but... Like, I'm, I'm not a huge comic person. Right. But nobody's going to... Quiz you. Quiz like you. Nobody's going to try to be like, well, you're not enough of a fan to cosplay as right. that character. Or you're not... Like another said, another person cosplaying as that person is going to come up and be like, well, yours isn't as good. Right. And, you know, and again, we mentioned this in the first episode, or I mentioned this in the first episode, but also there are ways you can modify it. Like, I look absolutely nothing like Chris Evans. Well, and also you didn't wear like... I went a... Uh, mine was a little bit more fitted, um, and I wore a long brown wig, but I did Bucky's costume. Right. Um, I did the paint. I did the utility pants. I did the knee pads. I did all of his straps and gun belts and all of it. Um, 
I didn't do a face mask. Uh, what do you call it? Crotch face? Crotch face. Um, but I did a, a little bit more feminine version of Bucky. Yeah. Whereas Jesse did full feminine, like right. corset, skirt, petticoat. Uh, petticoat like, and it, it, it's not, you know, you see different versions, mm-hmm. but like sh- we did different parts together and that right. was fine. Different right. versions together. And nobody, nobody ever was like, well, you don't look like everyone knew I was Captain America. Right. No. And there's multiple reasons for doing that. So if you're worried about it, like number one reason I do not want to wear a jumpsuit. I don't want to wear a bodysuit. I don't You're like wearing pants. In a dress. I like wearing dresses. I think they're more flattering for my body type. I think I look cuter in them. And, and cosplay, is, like we, this will be the overarching theme probably of our cosplay, but cosplay is for you. Right. That's another thing when we're planning is like, am I going to be comfortable in this, per, like in this outfit? Right. Well, and, or is there a way I can change this outfit to make myself more comfortable? So like when Paige decided she wanted to do Bucky, I knew like, I'm not wearing like a full Chris Evans, like leather Mm -hmm. onesie Mm bodysuit. A, it's going to be hard to pee in that, which is another thing you should consider when you're, you know, cause at Dragon Con, especially we may wear a cosplay 12, 13, 14 hours plus. Yeah. When I did, when I did Catwoman and I had, I did uh, a, um, Michelle Pfeiffer, Selena Kyle, Catwoman, and I had a bodysuit on with a corset, a, a on top of underbust corset on top of it, and to get in and out of that thing to use the bathroom, like Jesse had to be with me, not in the stall, but in the bathroom to undo my corset and unzip me mm-hmm. every time because I couldn't. It's not something you can do easily on your own, and it, it was a pain. Yeah. I love that cosplay. But it's just something you don't necessarily... I didn't think right. about Which it. Which is until, something to think about in advance if you're going by yourself and you don't oh have someone Which to unzip you, untie you. I think almost any cosplayer in the restroom, right. if you ask nice enough, would help you. Right. There's definitely been times... Well, just this past year at Dragon Con, I was literally down on my knees, safety pinning a girl's skirt oh, yeah. and lines. I had panel. to pull... I had the safety pins right. and you safety pinned uh, So... Yeah, you know, like most people I would like, yeah. if you ask them like, hey, does anybody in this line have something that can help me fix this thing would be nice enough. So that's not necessarily, but it's something to consider, you know, right. maybe, if you're by yourself, right. obviously. And maybe don't do that as a first one when you're right. not sure. But also don't feel ashamed to reach out for help because most right. of us cosplayers that have done it for more than a year or one time are carrying things to fix our right. own cosplays. I always take a full glue gun mm-hmm. and glue sticks, safety pins, super bobby glue, pins, hairspray, sewing <laughs> like, kit, uh, things like that. Things like that. General repair things. A lot of cosplayers or con goers will have. And in addition to other cosplayers, they're also at the bigger conventions like Dragon Con, you will see cosplay repair brigades. They're mm-hmm. like, they are the true it's, heroes, well, the true MVPs. It's a cosplay. Right. Yeah, like it's its own They'll cosplay. They'll have uh, bandoliers that are yes. thread and... Uh, utility belts with just right. stuffed with you know cosplay. And they usually carry large signs on poles so you can read it from mm-hmm. far cosplay away. medic. I right. think is a cosplay lot of times medics, what it says. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something you know. If something does go wrong, be on the lookout for them. That's our shout Mo- out to them. Most of most most con- <coughs> I'm sorry. Most cosplayers understand 
Like they get it. They've had something fall apart. They've had something break. They've had, you know, so they know. We both have for sure. Again, future fails episode, future mistakes episode, things we do differently. We'll get into that later. But yeah, so, um, you know, you want to be comfortable um, and you want to put a little bit of forethought into that kind of thing. So it's an excellent idea when you're choosing something to think about is there a way I can do it that I will realistically be able to wear or am I willing to change because that's something else we've talked you know am I willing to take time out of enjoying the convention to go back to the hotel however far that may be Mm -hmm. and change into something because I know I can't wear this you know Mm -hmm. if it's a giant mascot suit which neither of us have ever worn but in the Atlanta heat which might be 100 plus degrees Labor Day weekend you're probably not going to be able to wear that for longer than a few hours right. so unless you're just literally on the con floor like even then oh, i'm sure with be it being right with so they're all things to consider when you're picking and is there if and you're is, still gonna run into things right but yeah. you've got like anything in life you just got to put a little bit of forethought into it like right and you know uh <laughs> one thing i think that we both have uh started thinking a lot about and this is also probably going to end up in a uh, uh mistake episode <laughs> is our fail episode is shoes mm-hmm. um my you, first year uh it, you know i think i just want to take this point to interject that i try to warn her <laughs> uh i i think it was really just my first year i did it my second year too once um but i was prepared my second year I had flats with me but my first year I was like, no, I'm going to do it as accurate as I possibly can. Like, try to be as accurate as I can. I did um, Buffy Summers, one of my top favorite characters ever. And uh, the shoes she wore were were boots, were boots with a heel. I am a flip-flop tennis shoe kind of girl. Um, well, and let's also take this time to acknowledge heels are not comfortable. No, They're for not anybody. good for your feet. Like, They're yeah, straight up not. Like, if you can wear them... And be comfortable. Good on you, girl. But like, we. But can. you also probably have neuropathy in your feet and need to see <laughs> a podiatrist. They're not made for no. human beings to wear. No. But uh, so I wore, I wore boots um, two two different days. But one day in particular, in one in my very there was a lot first, of squatting on the floor. There was a lot of squatting, <laughs> and they ended up on top of a table. Uh, at a party. Right. Um, so something else so, to consider, is there a way I can do this character? In flats. <laughs> right. In a way that is comfortable for me to wear for a long day of con. And that might just be something, either you suck it up or, in our opinion, right. <laughs> you... And some people do. Like right. some people oh end my up gosh. with blisters and scars and battle wounds right. from cosplay. Um, but in our opinion... Uh, there's a lot of times there's we would always rather, a way to do it where you're not right. miserable. We'd we rather wanna... compromise and, you know, take a hit on the shoes and right. be comfortable. Well, and again, I've said it once this episode, I'll say it probably every episode. Cosplay is for you. You should be comfortable. You should feel like you are a, the best version of yourself. You should feel good and confident presenting yourself in that cosplay. So if your feet are, bleeding and you can't stand and you're miserable that's not gonna 
you're not going to enjoy yourself. You're not going to look cute. You're not going to look right. cute. The if whole you're... point of cosplay is to enjoy yourself and to feel good about yourself. And if you're physically miserable, you're not going to feel good about yourself. So keep that in mind when you're choosing a character. Is there a way I can do this character that I'm not going to hate my life 30 minutes <laughs> into the convention? Second thing, which we mentioned before and we'll talk about more now, is their costume for your body or for your comfort level. So we mentioned in the first episode, we do a lot of genderman cosplays. Mm -hmm. So for like Paige mentioned, we did Bucky and Captain America this past year. She wore pants and really most of his core components of his costume, just a little bit more fitted, a little more feminine cut. I wore a full out dress. So uh, you can change it in a way that is you know, appropriate for your body type that makes you feel good about it. We've also done uh, Loki and Thor. Mm-hmm. And we both and we, wore dresses that uh-huh. time. And, but they were different. Right. Both of them mm-hmm. different. We were both feminine, uh, Lady Loki and Lady Thor. But Jesse wore a corset and a shorter skirt. And I wore a more long skirt. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No. Okay. Fine. I, I wore, Technically, my top was two pieces, but I'm not, it's, you know. Oh, that's right. You had, like, your bra that you did, which mm-hmm. was very cool. Um, but, and I wore a long dress and some, a bunch of over pieces, mm-hmm. and, and we both had head pieces and mm-hmm. wigs, and, and also one of our probably most popular cosplays we've done today. Mm-hmm. Um, and we one both, of my favorites. We sure. love doing it. Um, we actually have already talked... Uh, this is another way we come up with other co- or, uh, future cosplays is we both know we'd like to do those again. But we're also, we just did kind of a generic lady and uh, Lady Thor and uh, Lady Loki. Interesting, generic lady. Just <laughs> generic. We did generic That's lady. my everyday cosplay. Generic lady. <laughs> Basic lady. Mm-hmm. Um, we did just a more generic, um, just what we thought looked good. Right. And we've talked about doing a more period uh, Loki, mm. Lady Loki and Lady Thor, or um, a ball gown, Lady Loki and Lady Thor, or a, you know, we've talked about a couple different things, but we both know that's a character we'd like to reinterpret a different mm. way at some point. Well, that's another thing if you're worried about when you're picking your character and you're making a change like that, well, I don't know, this isn't canon. Again, who cares? <laughs> I don't know, like, I've never in my 10 years of cosplaying ever been called out like, well, your headpiece is too small. Or, your Honestly, the, like the biggest issue you're going to have is your best friend calling you out. Another thing is to make it more budget friendly or more within your own craft abilities exactly. friendly. So, a really great example is a few years ago, I the Fallout games, the Fallout series of games, oh are my some of my favorite video games. And I really, really wanted to cosplay as Fallout. But as most of you know, the vault suits are jumpsuits, which I do not think is very flattering on my body to wear a jumpsuit. Like, basically... It's like her one, like, I will not wear a jumpsuit. I really don't think coveralls like, look good on me. Well, because, like, we've wanted to do Firefly. It's another fandom we mm-hmm. both love. And she has always wanted to do a, a Kaylee. But those of you that know Firefly or Serenity, Kaylee is a mechanic. Wears coveralls. Right. And wears coveralls. Right. And, and they um, look beautiful in Jewel State. Oh, Mm, wouldn't look beautiful on me. Right. Which is a thing. Right. Like I mentioned, you're not ever going to look like exactly right. like the person in the original source. Material. Right. So I really wanted to cosplay Fallout. Really, A, did not want to wear coveralls. And B, when I tried to make a Pip-Boy, could not make a Pip-Boy. Oh, yeah. And to buy, if you guys 
are into cosplay and you've looked, you can buy some really, really nice Pip Boys that mm -hmm. people have 3D printed or have sculpted. They're very expensive. Listen, $150, $200. You, I, you saying this reminds me, if any kind of like 3D printer company <laughs> wants to sponsor us, send we us will, a 3D printer. We will, we will take your 3D printer. We will use your 3D printer and we'll talk about it. <laughs> so... Uh, I really wanted to do Fallout, but I knew I didn't want to wear a jumpsuit. And right. I, I tried and failed multiple times at making a Pip-Boy. So what I decided to do, so I thought for literally hours of how can I tweak this? How can I make this a way that I can feasibly do this cosplay? So I decided to do a steampunk version. So uh, Literally one of my favorite cosplays. It, and it's one of my favorites. Maybe because... Because I was really proud of how I did your hair and how good it looked <laughs> with your cosplay, uh, but I just and maybe it's be, and I think as as a fellow cosplayer and a friend, knowing how good you felt in it, right, and knowing the work and the thought that goes right, behind it right, is you know it's a mutual right. appreciation exactly of knowing what you right. always appreciate something more when you know what someone right. put into it exactly so. I didn't wear a jumpsuit. I wore a skirt and a corset. As is the traditional steampunk style. And my Pip-Boy was a steampunk Pip-Boy. So it was a leather cuff that I put a old-timey tea-stained. I made a tea-stained map of the Fallout New Vegas actual map. I, you bought all those tiny gears, mm -hmm, right? I put gears and cogs and an actual compass mm -hmm. on the cuff. Attached all of those. So that it was a steampunk pip boy. Mm -hmm. I made Nuka Cola cap gear mm -hmm. earrings. I wore, I made a plasma gun, mm -hmm. plasma pistol that was steampunk mm -hmm. with again gears, gears. and gold mm -hmm. uh, overlay. And, and everybody out, knew who you were. Exactly. And you were comfortable and you mm -hmm. were happy. But, and, but it doesn't look like any other no. fallout new vegas right. cosplay so you know it it's all about what again the moral of this entire cosplay podcast and cosplay in general is going to be it's about what makes you feel good mm -hmm. and makes you feel confident so uh that's always something to consider <laughs> when you're picking is is there something you want to do that you don't feel like you can do the next question should be, is there a way you can change it to make it something you can do? In the same manner, and this is not as big of a change as making uh, one costume something completely different like you did. Um, but when I did Selena Kyle for my Catwoman, I knew I wanted to do, uh, I when I was younger, like five, six, seven, somewhere in there, uh, my mom made me a Catwoman costume. And she's always been one of my favorites. So I knew I, that was the version I wanted to do. But I have, a, I have a big head, Atlanta's hot, and I did not want to wear the mask. It was, it was a big thing for me was I did not want to wear the mask. And so how I, how, and not that this is different, but it's just a slight tweak I made in it is I did the Selena Kyle from one of her last scenes, her last scene in the movie where her he's ripped Batman's ripped her mask off and she's all torn up right and I just wore a wig that looked like her hair and you saw my face and I have not seen 
another Selena Kyle that's not had a mask on. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but I've not seen pictures, one. but we haven't right. seen them right. I've not seen them, and that's another just small tweak mm-hmm. that you can make. Is okay, yeah, it would be way more recognizable with the mask on, but I felt just as awesome in it. Well, and that's another like again, play to your strengths. So if right. you're like really, really good at makeup or really, really good at prosthetics, but you're not a great sewer, doing like the beat up end of the movie right. version of the character might be a good choice for right. you. There's always there's always an idea you can come up with that you can make it work for you. So that's how we go about, or especially before, like you said, when you're new and starting out, you might want to try to. Play to, you want to play to your strengths and, mm-hmm. you know, if you're comfortable using your hair, your, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what you look like, then there's nothing wrong with that because I think that's probably how most cosplayers right. start and out. So I'm going to get into a little bit, uh, kind of how the last couple of years we've kind of planned mm-hmm. cosplays for more group cosplays. Or decided on what we're going right. to do. Right. Because so, deciding on what we're going to do after that, there's the planning. Oh, right, right. That's another. Right. Once again, uh, the name of this podcast should be called, uh, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> so deciding what we're going to do is generally a group effort between at least the two of us. So, um, so like, like we were saying, we, we communicate a lot. Just even if it's not a super serious suggestion, uh, if we see a cosplay that we like or a um, deviant art or mm-hmm. any kind of artwork, we'll send it to each other. And be or like, just even have an idea. Like, right. We'll, out of the we'll blue. send it to each other and just be like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. And then there comes a point where normally I start to panic about, hey, we need to, we need to start planning cosplays because I, Jesse is the planner when it comes to details, but I, I when it comes to cosplays, like I want to have something in mind. Um, and then I'll start planning down to the detail. But I will normally be like, hey, 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 it's time to plan, which has happened already this year. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll start throwing around ideas. Um, and it, it normally, one day, one day um, I think it was maybe last year, we were on the phone for, for like six hours. Six hours. Literally, we were both just scanning the internet, like just mm-hmm. kind of looking at ideas. Sending each other ideas. And brainstorming. And, and, right, like Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. text message, and on the phone, <laughs> like trying to decide. Like, and we planned all of our this. cosplays right. that day. It, that doesn't always happen. But that happened that day. Um, that was the year we knew we, I was doing Becky. She had already mm-hmm. said, like, yeah, I'm going to do CAP. Um, we so if and that's another thing if you have friends in the community that are into the same fandom as you use them as a sounding board because there's been many a time when I'm like oh I really want to do this character but I don't know how I can make it work for my body type or I don't know how I can make it work and be unique and Paige has been like well maybe you could do this or like I'm having a problem building you know um, how could I do this thing and one of us has suggested to the other person like well, maybe you could do this, or have you tried looking at XYZ website, or have you tried looking at this tutorial that I found? Yeah. So, yeah, like, um, yeah, that happens a lot, and we'll get into that when we get into, like, building cosplays and, like, really getting down to the nitty-gritty of, like, putting one together. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll talk about how I waited till the very last minute to build a Loki helmet one Again, year. try to warn her. <laughs> but, um, so, a lot of times it just starts as... Um, just searching it's really dependent on Mm -hmm. your strengths your uh what you're into 
and budget, all of these things mm-hmm. play a role in like picking, um, narrowing down what cosplays you're going to do. Um, and, and sometimes, honestly, it's completely random. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes out of nowhere and there's no like forethought. Our bunny hutch um, idea for this year, left field. Not that it's something we don't all like, but left mm-hmm. field. Like, but we're all really excited about it nonetheless. And so it's, you know, it's just one of those things you figure out as you go. Mm -hmm. And again, the only rules, you know, I would say for cosplay is don't be a jerk. Don't do something to try to be shocking or offensive because it's not going to be well received. You're not going to be cool. You're not going to become like you may get shared on the internet and become viral for that but it's not going to be a good thing like people will be mocking you and do something that you are happy with those are really the only rules when you're picking cosplay those are just the way that we that's how we pick them generally exactly okay guys so this is uh we're going to wrap up our second episode we're Mm -hmm. so excited to be doing this um this is something we've talked about for a long time um and we're really excited. We hope you like it. Um, again, you want to give out the email? Yeah, it's cosplayandcocktails at... Nope. Oh, cosplayandcocktailspod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Don't forget the pod. Somebody took cosplay and cocktails before us. Rude. <laughs> so... Gmail, um, what the heck? Yeah, so cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail.com. And if you want to send us... Your own cosplay stories, con stories, cocktail stories, cocktail recipes. Episode ideas, Uh topics, uh, questions, literally, Uh, just don't be mean. If you want to be mean, that's whatever, but I'm just going to delete it because it'll make me sad. So... (laughs) Um, and if you want to check us out on the social media, Jesse won't ever see it. Nope. Um, yeah, but if you're trying I to slide in my DMs, too bad. <laughs> um, but I will see it on Instagram at cosplay and cocktails pod pod. Um, yeah. Are, is that it? Are we done? That's it. Okay. All right. Bye, bye guys. <laughs>